Well, hello. It's Wednesday. It's one o'clock, and this is Chat with Chap, and I'm your host, Ginger. So I'm so glad you're here with me today. Now, it's just as gorgeous today as it was last Wednesday, which I just love, but it was pretty loud with the trucks going by, so I did close the windows so that you can probably still hear them because it's really super busy today. But believe it or not, my windows are closed. Uh, it's just where we live. It's a busy place. So today, we're going to jump right into it because I have a lot to share with you today. We're going to study a little phrase that God has given to me over the past. See, the first half of it came to me maybe the end of 2019, definitely through 2020. And then um, the beginning of 2021, was it the beginning maybe? Um, I completed it. So God gave me the phrase, beloved release. And I love this phrase so much that I actually had vinyls made and it's on my kitchen wall where I teach from very frequently. So I can sit there and see it all the time and be reminded of it. So today we're going to talk about the first part of that, which is the beloved part. Uh, so, um, that the idea of beloved and understanding what beloved meant came out of this book, The Life You Long For by Christy Knuckles. Some of you may be familiar with her. She sings. Um, so this is something that is kind of hard to sink into my brain. But um, I just want to share with you some thoughts that that I needed to deal with, uh, you know, as, as any mom, but definitely homeschooling moms. Whew, we got it going on, don't we? So I want to ask you, like, are you full of hurry? Are you constantly working? Is your to-do list a mile long? And do you ever rest? Do you rest spiritually? Do you rest physically? Do you ever give yourself a break? So why do we do? Well, a lot of us do because we think we need to. We think we need to measure up. We're comparing ourselves to other people. We think we need to earn points either with other people or with God or with our kids. Or, you know, this I do more good than I do bad kind of a concept thing. Um, but that shows that we're governed, our lives are governed by our do and not by love. So this is something we need to really tackle. We really need to examine ourselves and think about it, okay? So I want to ask you a question. Do you know that you are beloved by God? Do you know that, like down in here? So 1 John 3, 1, I'm going to read it to you. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. So God has lavished his love on us. We are children of God. We are beloved by God. Did you know that the word beloved means loved by God? That's what the Greek meaning is of it. <clears throat> loved by God. So 1 John 4, 8 also says that God is love. So God is the fulfillment of your greatest needs. What could your greatest needs be? Well, I have some suggestions here. Completeness, continuity, wholeness, meaning, purposefulness. Do you long to be valued, loved, accepted, cherished? Guess who is going to fulfill all those things? 
I'll give you one guess. It's the Sunday school answer. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. God is the answer to that. You are beloved. You are loved by God. Therefore, he fulfills all these needs. Everything. So all the do that you're doing, I'm sure it's good. And I'm sure it's wor worthwhile. And I'm sure it's important stuff. But that does not make you beloved. You are beloved because you are God's child. Okay. So another thought that I came across recently too was, do I have a childlike faith in God? Do I have a childlike trust in God? So Matthew 18, 1 to 4, at the time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And he called a little child and had them stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So you read that and you're like, well, what does that mean exactly? Um, so the thought I read, I don't know if it was from Christy Knuckles' book or it could have been from Parentings and Ministry. I've been studying a few things lately. Um Children don't move forward without their parent, especially little ones, right? They they wait for the okay from mom and dad. They wait for instructions from mom and dad, um, or unless they know the general rules for the situation that they're in, they they generally wait till mom and dad say, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do, or this is how we're going to handle this situation. So um, the question then for you is, do you move forward without God? I'm guilty of this. I move forward without God. I've been doing that all my life. I think, well, this is a good thing. People want me to do it or I want to do it. it. Sounds interesting to me. And I just go do it. And I keep adding those things. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's what God wanted me to do. It's not that those things are bad things. But was it in God's plan for me? Was it his intention for me to take on that responsibility? Well, I don't know because I didn't pray about it. So I know we pray over a lot of stuff. We know Steve and I prayed like crazy over whether or not we should homeschool years ago. But I didn't really spend all that much time in prayer over, well, should I help in Sunday school? Or should I serve in the nursery? Or um, should we study this particular book? Should, we, should I do that Bible study? Should I? And those are great things. And you just think, well, I'm at church on Sunday. I'll just, you know, keep doing and keep adding on to it. But but if you're constantly going and going and going, you cannot rest. You cannot be filled. So that's, even though they're great things, you got you to gotta take time to pray and let God speak to your heart and be beloved. Just be loved by God. It's like the concept, the Martha Mary concept, right? Mary was at Jesus' feet being loved by Jesus and being taught by Jesus and being filled by Jesus. And Martha was very busy. Was it bad to prepare food? No. It's very important. We all need to eat, right? And serving Jesus, wow, what an awesome thing to do. Let's make supper for Jesus. I mean, that would overwhelm me. How about it? So, um, but being filled by Jesus was the more important thing. So all those little things we think we'll, we'll do, I'll help you with this, I'll help you with that, I'll do this, I'll do that. They add up and they end up being like this whole wagon or this huge shoulder. I think of um, 
Pilgrim's Progress and his gigantic sack on his back. We just, and that was sin that he was carrying around, but it could, like, all the good things we do without consulting God first, they add up and it takes a lot and they kind of take over. So, for more thoughts on not moving forward without God, or if you do move forward without God, check out Jeremiah 17, verses 5 to 8. I'm not going to read that one today, but, um, you might want to check that out and see what Jeremiah has to say about moving on without God. So I want to encourage you today to know who you are. Know that you are beloved by God or just beloved, which means loved by God. You are beloved. Beloved release is my phrase, right? Beloved. You are loved. That is our deepest need. Completeness, wholeness, being cherished. Settle into God's embrace. That's another phrase that came out of reading this book. The Life You Long For by Christy Knuckles. Um, she describes something, uh, a painting in there that was an embrace. But the phrase, I don't know if she said it or if I just put it together myself, settle into God's embrace. That's now a vinyl cling on my living room wall right above our, you know, where our eyes always go, right? So I'm seeing it all the time. Settle into it. If you're settling, are you moving and fidgeting and doing something and being busy? No. If you settle and you snuggle in, you're in a in a cozy spot and you're like, you know, in the cocoon, right? In the blanket cocoon. So settle into God's embrace. Let him love you. Be beloved, right? Allow him to do that. So it will be impossible for you to love your kids and your husband and whoever else God puts around you unless you first allow God to love you. So you can't love the others the way you need to unless you allow God to love you. And it takes slowing down. It's really hard. I have a hard time with it. Okay, so to be be loved by God, rest in him, and then see the others around you, which I know is really hard. you got kids swirling everywhere and everything is like, ah. But that if you're not filled by God, it's hard for you to see the need of others around you because you're exhausted by all the do. Okay? Um, and you can love them with God's love then. And then do your do. So your do needs to come from the relationships around you. So the concept is you don't do all this stuff so that your kids will love you. You love your kids so you homeschool them. You love your kids so you take them to Awana. I don't know. You love your kids so you do a picnic with them. Whatever it is that God has called you as a family to do, you do that out of the love relationship with God and the love relationship with your kids. So the Mary comes before the Martha is really important. So, and there's another part in this book. This book is so full of things. I encourage you to read it. So one of the concepts that I struggle with too is, well, what if I rest? If I rest, what if I let people down? I'm going to let people down if I rest. I can't rest. They're counting on me. Or what if other thing, other people think bad things of me because I just kind of pulled back and I'm resting? Or I say, no, I can't do that anymore. What if they, they think mean thoughts about me? Or here's another one that's even scarier, maybe. What if no one misses me? What if I choose to pull back and serve my family and stay focused there and no one misses the fact that I'm not out there? Or what if no one cares? So I'm going to read Romans 8.15 to you. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. 
but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. So we can cry out to our daddy because we received that spirit of uh, sonship, daughtership, if you will. Uh, so you don't have that spirit of fear. Well, what if people don't care that I'm there anymore? It's not about... It's not about them. It's about your relationship with God and having your needs met with God. And God will take care of those other relationships and those other things. And if, if you step back into it or when you step into something new, that will be where you're supposed to be. It's trusting God. And sometimes we need to let go of relationships in those moves too. And that's, that's hard. That's hard. I've been through that a lot. So you're not a slave to fear. Have you sung that song? I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God. Uh, God has many wonderful things planned for you. If you go to Ephesians 2.10, you're his workmanship, and he's planned stuff for you to do. And he is your only audience. So all these other questions, well, what if someone's mad at me? What if I let people down? What if no one misses you? That's when your audience is other people. When you're thinking those things, your audience isn't God. So that was a lot for me. I had to process through that. Okay. So, oh, I'm so glad, Rachel and, and Pam. I'm glad these messages are helping you. That's that's encouraging to me. So, um, so yeah, I and I'm telling you, I, I've had to talk myself off the ledge a lot. Okay, I'm like, oh, like all the time, and I, you know, I come back to these things again and again. I'm constantly fighting the lies, the people pleasing, and what I think others expect of me. Expectations. I'm an expectation person, and that's something. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. So, um, try to get out of that expectation trap. Okay, uh, just seek God and do what He's calling you to do. So remind yourself of God's promises. I've mentioned Victory Over the Darkness by Neil Anderson before, and there, there are two lists of scriptures that are really good. The first one is called the Who Am I list. Read it all the time. Who are you? Remind yourself of who you are in Jesus. Remind yourself of God's promises to you. I forget them easily. I need to remind myself all the time. And it's it's not because I don't care or don't want to know. There's just a lot going on, right? There's a lot going on. And it's good because sometimes you'll read through them. I read through the list and different ones hit me at different times, depending on the circumstances that I'm in. He's going to speak to you through his word and share with you what you need to know that day for what's going on. So I encourage you, like if the world is swirling for you right now, just stop. Stop. Rest rejuvenate with God, tell yourself, I am beloved. And what does beloved mean? Loved by God. Tell yourself again and again, you are loved by God. And you don't have to do yourself into oblivion in order to be loved. You are loved just by who you are because he made you. Think of Psalm 139, right? He knit you together in, in your mother's womb. He knows more about you than you know about you. And he loves you more than anyone else in the whole wide world. Okay? And he meets all these needs for completeness and wholeness and meaning and purposefulness. To be valued and loved. He meets all these needs. So if the world is swirling, stop and remind yourself, you are beloved. Okay? 
every day. Get a vinyl made. You can do that, beloved. Release. Get it made. Put it where you... I have a friend who painted it on a little tree stump for me, too. So I have multiple reminders of it around my house because I need it. I get so caught up in what's going on. I need to... It's a slow down reminder. It's my slow down reminder. So being loved comes first before anything else. Being loved by God comes first. So everything else, everyone else that you will love, everything you will do will come out of the fact that you are beloved. So fight the lies with that truth. You don't have to do, you don't have to measure up, you don't have to keep up with the Joneses, you don't have to do what everybody else is doing with homeschool or whatever else. Be loved and do as he calls you to do. Okay, love God with your childlike faith. Remember what I said earlier? Children don't move forward without instructions from their parents. Let's not move forward without instructions from God. Okay, take everything everything to him okay all the should we do this should we do that where should we go on vacation what should we do this week you know everything um i had when i'll tell a little quick story here before i end my oldest is just about to be 19 when he was a baby i was in mom's groups like crazy because we just needed to get out i'm social he's social so there was one day we were getting ready. I had on my favorite cable knit, white. I was crazy for wearing white with a baby sweater. And he was an, an upset baby kind of, he's a burp up kind of kid. <laughs> and we're getting ready to go. And I think we were a little bit late and we're out in the area with our, our mud room getting ready to go. And he just, <laughs> just on my white sweater. And I was still in my spirit saying, I got to go, I got to go. It's mom's group day, right? And God, very audibly, every once in a while in my life, God has spoken to me audibly. That day he said, be still and know that I am God. And boy, guess what I did? I went back inside. I got off my yucky sweater and I sat on the sofa with my baby. Just me and my baby. And it was okay. So sometimes he'll speak to you loud and clear. And sometimes you need to settle down yourself and seek him. And he'll speak through your spirit, through his word, through prayer, however he connects with you. He will connect with you if you're reaching out to him. So that was a fun little story. So I encourage you, if you if this you know spoke to you today, if it was meaningful for you today, I, I seriously, this, the life you long for, good Good read. It hit me like a ton of bricks. That along with um, Priscilla Shire's Elijah study. Those two things are like a one-two punch for me. Um, it was really helpful. So I encourage you, be beloved. And then go from there. So my phrase is beloved release. So next week we're going to talk about the release part. That's the part that actually came to me first before I learned about the beloved part. So we'll talk about that next Wednesday. So I'm glad you all joined me today. Remember, what is today? It's like the 20-something. It's the 23rd. One more week till, till evals are due into the school district. So make sure you have everything all together and uh, get it on into your school district before next Wednesday. Next Wednesday is our deadline for that. So I hope you have a great day. Enjoy this absolutely gorgeous day. I hope it's beautiful where you are. And if it's not, enjoy the rest day. And um, I'm sure you'll get a beautiful day sometime soon. Enjoy your summer, everybody. Uh, rest, breathe, enjoy your children, do the fun stuff. And, well, we should do the fun stuff all the time, right? 
learning is fun. Any kind of learning is fun. I'm teaching the kids that all the learning is fun. So we're doing some, some different things. We'll say it that way. We're doing different things this summer. So it's fun. Anyway, I hope to see you back here next Wednesday. If you're on the podcast, thanks for listening. You can send in your questions to chaponline.com slash contact. And you can message us here on Facebook or comment right here on this video. Okay, we'll see you next time. Have a great week. Bye.